you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocachetalk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. Hello, and welcome to Challenge Talk, part of the Geocache Talk Network. You can watch the show live on the first Sunday of each month. Feel free to jump over to YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter to watch the broadcast live and join the wonderful and active chat room, or listen to the entire show later on your favorite podcast player. In tonight's episode, we're going to review some questions that have been submitted by our audience. That's you, and provide some of the answers to those questions based on our research. And we also have prizes to give away each show to our listeners. Between each show, be sure to email your challenge cash finds to challengetalkpodcast at gmail.com and you could be a winner. Later in the show, we're also going to play our special game exclusively, exclusively for our live audience, the Wheel of Challenges. So listen live. Get your email app ready and follow instructions when the time comes so you can have a chance at winning tonight's grand prize. And at the end of the show, we'll highlight some of the challenge caches you found and someone will win our coveted monthly giveaway. We are your hosts, Emily and Tim. How you doing, Tim? I'm doing actually excellent. But you know what? I'm going to turn it around and ask you that question first because I got a lot I want to you talk about. You got a lot of news. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a I'm, lot of news. I'm doing good. I've had a pretty slow month. Um, just yesterday, I found my uh, fifth cash for the easy Wheel of Challenges souvenir. So uh -oh. pretty slow June. But I did have a maker magic event on Friday night. And, you know, being a part of the Geocache Talk Network, I decided to have a removing the mystery of mystery caches type of event. We talked about, you know, solving puzzles, resources for it, puzzle talk, um, as well as challenges, challenge talk, and um, helping people be less afraid of mystery caches. And we had some newbies, and that was really good to talk through that kind of stuff with them. Oh, cool. Very nice. Yeah, I held one myself and I did uh, kind of containers and uh, I had about 30 people attend and we went around the room and I had a group of, you know, rookie cashers and experienced cashers. And then I went to another one on Friday night, which um, was all about letterboxing. Nice. So That's a good topic. Same, yeah. same kind of topic. Yeah, so, good. Yeah, good. that worked out. Cool. Well, for my month, um, and I'll apologize to the audio listeners, I had some great news last Tuesday. And Ooh. there I am with Congrats, my new grandson. <laughs> Clark, Clark William Green, my son Jason behind me, proud papa. And uh 
So, yeah, we are ecstatic. Uh, the little guy came a week early, so he's not going to interrupt my cash fest plans, which I know everybody in the <laughs> audience is thrilled about. My family's not so much. They're, you know, they're not into geocaching as much as I am. <laughs> but that was so, important to us. <laughs> yeah, it really was. So yeah. came out in the afternoon of uh, last Tuesday. Mom and, mom and baby are doing fine, and we're going to go down on the 4th of July to see them. They live in St. Joseph, Michigan, about about uh, an hour and a half away from us. So, yeah. So that's that's part of the the big news for me. Um, a couple of other things, though. I am looking for a roommate at Cash Fest. Okay. So if if there's anybody out there listening that that you know hasn't gotten a room booked or is is looking to make a last minute decision, I'm at the host hotel. And I have a bedroom with two queen beds in it. I need one, but then I'll be happy <laughs> to share the other one. All I have to do is share expenses along with that, which is what I'm trying to do. So sure. if you have that, um, I'll throw that out there. And then my second thing for those challenge folks is I want to go to Texas and I want to do the Longhorn Challenge Trail. Mm. in late October, maybe early November. And I'm looking for a posse that wants to go with me, ideally four folks. Um, you don't have to come all the way from Michigan to Texas and back, but if you do, that's great. And uh, so I'll throw that out there too, to our challenge audience. I know there's a lot of people that want to do the challenge trail. So um, if you're interested, the, for either of those, the best way to do it is to message me through geocaching.com. And then we'll get together, we'll talk about things, and we'll make sure we align well and do that. So that's my month. And uh, after that, I did only did like 355 caches. Only compared to my five. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for audio listeners, um, your geocaching name is Merlin1392, M-E-R-L-I-N-1392, to uh, message you about any of those things. All right. So cool. Congratulations again, Tim. Thank Welcome you. Thank Clark. you. And, um, that'll be fabulous. Bring them up geocaching. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I know that uh, my buddy Neil Moore has has done a day with grandkids. He's got a lot more grandkids than I do. This is number one for me. Mm -hmm. So when he gets old enough, we think we're going to do a day with grandma and grandpa and absolutely geocaching will be one of the things we do. Yeah, that'll be great. That'll be great. Well, we do have uh, another um, community news item, and this is related to our vault key. So um, all of you yeah. who are still solving puzzles to try to get a vault key to bring to Memphis. Here you go. All righty. So this is key number 38, clue number one. And it is a, it's a, it's a, a picture um, so again, for our audio listeners, really want to apologize there that we don't have anything to read. Um, but we're looking at what looks to be a sailboat. And that certainly looks like um, geocaching, geocaching app. Yeah, yeah, on the cell phone. Yeah. So that's key 38. It will get posted up to Facebook. Um, our trusty 
key lackey in uh, the Pizza Ninja. Hopefully we'll get that up there after tonight's show. And that's another thing I'm looking forward to seeing is uh, all of the keys to see who I gets the so ball. I am so excited to see people try their keys at Cash Fest on, um, what is it, July 15th. So July 15th. I cannot wait to see whose key opens the vault. Hmm. It'll be great. All right. And then also starting tomorrow, um, the new wheel of challenges starts again. And this one is about streaking. So we just ended a month where we were getting numbers of what was it? Numbers of days, not consecutive. And this month it is about consecutive. So I think I can definitely get the two day streak, easy souvenir, the seven day streak, medium souvenir, only because I'm going to Memphis. But right. I am not trying for the 28-day souvenir. <laughs> You're not? I'm, I'm not. I'm going to give it a go. But I it's, can't. It's there, I just hard. don't. I don't have caches to do that. It's just... But you need Adventure Lab. So when you're in the Memphis airport, um, have you got the one in the, in the I don't know which way, if you fly out of SeaTac or somewhere else, but is there one there? Well, there's there's a um, Adventure Lab in Minneapolis that um, okay. I don't have because that's newer since the last time I flew through there. And yeah, Memphis has one that's newer since the last time I flew through. So I will yeah. get those. So that's how okay. I can get my uh, seven day souvenir. Just okay. Not, just not 28. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was kind of hard. Yeah. Well, and, and this month in terms of, you know, we always talk about the statistics and, you know, how many caches are placed. We had 311 new challenge caches come out in the world this month, which Great. Um, is one of the better months that we've had so far. And um, worldwide, there is now 37,000. 769 active challenge caches. Right. So if you can't find a challenge cache, you're not looking hard <laughs> enough. And uh, the USA still is 15,755. And then Germany, Canada, Norway, France are all up there on the top. All right. Yep. And I keep trying to little by little add to challenges in my community, trying to make people not afraid of them feeling like it's something they do want to work towards, especially if they're new, you know, I did hear some of that feedback from the newer cashier at my event, you know, why, why am I trying these things? You know, <laughs> So, you know, trying to build that inspiration through challenge caches. I think a lot of you in our audience, uh, you, ha you have the bug, you have the inspiration. So yeah, I'm just trying to build that more in my community. Cool. Yeah trying to check out the chat room and see that it's very active as always, but they're talking about pizza and a pizza delivery boat. So. Oh, for the clue. Pizza delivery boat. I think so. <laughs> maybe, maybe that is our puzzle. Could <laughs> I like be. It. Very good. So as we start tonight, we're going to talk a little bit about Cash Fest. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't recall doing this last month. I don't think we did because the checker came out after we did our show last month. But I have to send out kudos to a checker creator called Hugh, H-U-G-H. He's from Canada. And... When when the check when the challenges came out, we knew we wanted to have a checker for them. And I checked in with the the person that wrote them last year and said, "Would you be able to update them for us this year?" And he was not able to do that because of travel and his schedule. So I checked with a local person in my area here who was ironically headed off to China for a vacation. So he was out. 
um, another good friend out in California who is a host on another podcast, uh, Taz427. Thanks, Chad. Uh, I reached out to him and he was like, sure, I can do it. And he hasn't written a checker in too long. So he wasn't able to do it. So (laughs) then I started to panic. And uh, I went into the checker forums and I put out there saying, this is what we'd like to have. Can anybody help us with with this? And within 30 minutes, Hugh contacted me back. It was late at night here. I gave him the outline. And about two hours later, he goes here. And I said, great, it's late. I'm going to bed. I'll check it in the morning. In the morning, I got up and he said, don't use that other one. It's old. Use this one. So Hugh created the checker. I love it. It's got lots of graphics. It tells you exactly where you are and how many points you have. It's very straightforward. If you haven't used it yet for the, um, for the pre-event challenge that we put out for you all, um, it's very easy to use to check your status. And that's what we're going to ask you to use to show us your proof of completion at our table at cash fest. And if you haven't used it, but you're just, you know, cashing along and seeing what you can accomplish by the time cash fest comes along, we'll have the link for you and it'll be just a breeze to run. So yes, many thanks for that. And wait a minute, what's this? David says rumor of new challenge caches in Memphis. Mm. Mm, I like the sound of that. (laughs) Me too. All right. Let's see if we can learn more about that rumor. (laughs) All right. And just to let people know that, you know, last month I threw out that cash fest challenge that you could get one of my personal path tags. Um, It's actually going to be um, one of the ones that I'm running out of. So it's going to be kind of an exclusive path tag. Yeah. If you can equal or beat my score. And I'll announce tonight that right now I'm at 63 points. Wow. So you I are need... above and beyond our obsessed cashier <laughs> level of points. <laughs> yes. But we do have some obsessed cashers coming to Cash Fest. So, um, and so that, that obsessed level is getting 50 or more points on those Geo River trails. Yep. And I need, I need two more pictures and I'm going kayaking in a lake on... Wednesday. And it looks like according to where the cache is placed, I might have to go up a river from the lake in order to find the cache. So (laughs) that'll be one more point. And then I just need one more to make it over the top. So so anyway, there's your challenge. So yeah. And we've had some questions about how pictures count. So, you know, we're going to ask you, you know, just have fun with it. Um, You know, the, where each picture is a standalone picture. So if you have a picture with a painted ammo can in a geocaching shirt, that's great, but it's got to count for one of them. And then, um, you know, we've had some questions, picture with a riverboat doesn't have to be a full size riverboat on a river. So if you have a riverboat model or a riverboat, something that counts too. So just have fun. We're not going to be super, um, stringent about our rules there. Just come to us being able to show us your achieved, um, pictures, maybe in a, a folder on your phone in your gallery. Any other thoughts, Tim, on the pictures? Yeah. Cause I was telling people a little bit differently because, <gasps> Yeah, I I was sitting in a chair in my geocaching shirt reading a geocaching book, and that would be two. 
<laughs> and if you, you know, were, if you were out and about with cash fest, so yeah, I used the pictures to count for as many as it would work. The only difference was the cash fest item, the cash fest item versus the challenge talk item. Those had to be two different pictures. Okay. Um, well, I'm but good otherwise with you could team them up. It. So yeah. Okay, cool. Listen so to either that. way, I mean, if you have 20 unique pictures or if you have five pictures that have 20 things oh, in the them, <laughs> you know, I'll, you know, again, it's all about having fun. It is. It is. And, you know, we tried to make them a little bit more challenging for the challenge obsessed folks. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some of those along the finding caches, I know those are a stretch. Pictures shouldn't necessarily be a stretch. So have fun with it. Yeah. You know, find, find, make it easy, make it easy. Okay. Let's have fun. But we have another challenge, don't another we? Another fun challenge. We just want to keep on making it fun <laughs> at Cash Fest. <laughs> yes. So at Cash Fest between Wednesday, the 12th and Friday, the 14th, um, we want to see you guys. We hope that we run into you that we can chat. Um, I know that's very likely that'll happen because we're both planning on being there all week. And if you see us out in the wild, we've got some catchphrases for you. Tim, my catchphrase so, is, if you saw me, you would say, challenge accepted. And if I see you, I will say, challenge completed. And we're going to have something for you. If you do that, if you see us in the wild on those three days and say our, our phrase, we each have our own phrase. Um, we're going to give you a, a little prize for that. Now and we, we ask. Yeah. 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 We, we <laughs> want to qualify this because yes. we, we're not going to have pockets and pockets of stuff. We're limited quantities. All of our stuff is kind of limited. Um, one, one prize per person whether you see Emily or you see me. So you right. only have to see one of us to win. Don't have to see both of us and, and just get one. That way we can share and hopefully have enough for everybody. Yeah. Cause we have the same prize. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, let's get into some more questions. All right. So now we're going to switch over to project GC because we hear from you guys every now and then about questions you have. And um, so we want to bring those to the whole community's attention, because if you have the question, there's a really good chance someone else has the question. And I thought we would kick off with something that I always have a question about. And it seems like a simple one. It seems like my solution should be simple. I should just bookmark the page. But I always struggle with finding the forums, the Project GC forums. And I'm specifically looking for very for one specific page when I'm starting to hide a challenge cache because there's a really great pinned post that says read me. And it gives you a really good outline of what you should do to before you ask for your check, challenge checker to be built and what you should include to build your challenge checker. It's so good. But Tim, I can never find this. So <laughs> even hard. tonight, even tonight in preparation for this show, I could not find this. So we want to show you guys because I doubt it's just me. 
if it is, I'll take it. But so you're going to go to um, the tools section and we have this pulled up for our um, listener or our viewers. Um, but you're going to go to the tools along the top toolbar. And then you're going to under the main um, heading of challenges, you're going to click challenge checkers. And then when that page loads, there's two things that you can look at. So Tim, that second button, um, there's two buttons there. One says, uh, the first one is challenge checker forum. Uh -huh. The top, the top button is the challenge checker forum. Go there. If you want to have a checker request, right? The other one just shows the latest of the forum threads. So of all the, fo the forums that are on project GC, it kind of gives a display, um, above the, the checker search area so that you can see what some of the forum threads are. Yeah, but, so that's kind of like the what's new. So then if yeah. you click on that first button, the challenge checkers, third option down there is checker requests. That's where you'll click both to request it, but also see that pinned post at the top that says read, oh, excuse me, it says read first, not read me. And that is the really, really useful um, post. So I am going to bookmark this for myself so that I quit <laughs> forgetting how to find it. But we're also going to include this in our show notes with the specific um, uh, web address for this yeah, read the first forum, post. The forum link. Yeah, to help all of you guys out when you reference our show notes. So I just thought I'd kick it off with, hey, here's Emily's challenge <laughs> of finding that post. There you go. And, and in here, it talks about what makes a valid challenge, what the costs are for this, um, which there really aren't, but the, you know, give them, give them a nice thank yeah, you. There's and, a, you have the potential you know. to donate back to your checker uh, or your checker creator to help them thank them for their time. Right. And then it tells about, talks about the typical workflow and how you should do your request and things like that. And, so. and I find it helpful every single time, you know, putting out a challenge cache, unless you're doing it every day, there's a few things to remember. So it's just a very good post to reference every time. All right. And we're going to get into a question from geocaching with Hailmaster. He asks, what is the explanation for the challenge difficulties grid on project GC under the challenge section on your profile stats? And so this can be seen in a number of places. So on the screen, we have a picture of the challenge checker rectangle. It says Project GC challenge checker. There's a number in the green box. That's the number of all time people who have checked and qualified for the challenge. And then there's a number in a red box. That's the number of people over all time who have not who have checked and not qualified. And then over on the left side, you see um, there's a checkbox here because when I ran a checker, I qualified. So that's the green check for me personally, where I got this picture from. But there's a skull and crossbones with a number. And every challenge checker has this number. And that is your challenge difficulty rating. So... Um, so this is a number on this on the scale from zero to 100. 
And we're also going to include a link in our show notes. There's actually a Project GC um, page all about the challenge difficulty. So you can read lots and lots of info on it. But this page explains that for every challenge checker in the system, of course, there's a challenge difficulty calculated. This is this difficulty is based on how many geocachers fulfill the challenge or not. So Project GC is running challenge checkers in the background for tens of thousands of geocachers. So whether we're looking to run it for ourselves or not, they're being run. And then this process is a part of the audio challenge checker system. The result of these runs is used to calculate the challenge difficulty. And so all that algorithm stuff is producing that number. The higher the number is to 100, the harder overall based on the community accomplishments gives us that number. Yeah, it takes like three. You need to be a really good math whiz in order to figure this one out. It's how <laughs> many people in a country qualify, in a region qualify, and in a locale qualify. And and based on those numbers, yeah, and it's it's it isn't necessarily for every cash because up on the screen right now you can see that I brought my um, challenge page up from Project GC and you can see that the first two which were in 2012 that's pre-moratorium mm -hmm. um, they don't have a score and so there wasn't a checker written there isn't a checker written and so it doesn't have a score but then a lot of the other caches that I have found recently do, um, and I could bring in the matrix of challenge difficulty, which I scrolled down to. So the lowest challenge difficulty that I found is a plus four. So I think that's, that is a four on the difficulty scale, a very easy very challenge. Easy. Mm -hmm. And then the highest for me has been a 96. Ooh. And I've looked at a few and I found two of those, but I have no 97, 98, 99 or 100s. I tried to do some looking around when we were researching this for Hellmeister and I could not find anything above a 97 right Interesting. now. Yeah. And again, you, you don't want to make a challenge that is just so doggone hard that nobody qualifies. For <laughs> I don't think they'd let us publish a challenge like that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and in fact, they don't because, you know, currently the guidelines state that it has to be attainable by the person submitting the challenge, number one. Mm -hmm. And at least in our area, reviewers are looking for maybe five to 10, yes, maybe 15 others that uh, that also would qualify yeah so and we've got know. a question here in the chat casey 11 asked do reviewers use this data on deciding on whether or not to approve a challenge cash that's a good question i have never heard that i know when i submit a challenge cash i do my own research to the best of my ability where I'm running the checker for my newly built cash, even before I get the checker, you know, I try to find a similar checker to find the qualifiers in my area. And then when I'm submitting the cash, I tell the reviewers the specific names of the people who qualify um, to, to get it approved. So I guess I should say, I don't know, but. Yeah. I'm going to say as much as, 
we've got we've got an official answer though just finding our way says the answer oh. to that is no <laughs> so oh, there very you go. good all right just so finding that, our way thank you yes thank you very much so yeah so you've got that number there to i guess enjoy your statistics around it yeah and i and i do know that um the first time i went through the data in project gc this this rating was intended to be something internal to project gc and something happened where it got publicly posted and so they just left it okay so it was intended and and kitty catch brought up oop, there mm -hmm. it is that the difficulties do change because it is based on when when they run that routine and again it's based on how many in the country how many in the area how many in the locals there's a how many how many how many thing and yeah, they will, they will change based on more people qualifying for the challenge. Yeah. So. Cool. So there you go, Mr. Hailmeister. And then this was an interesting one that Acorn Mama asked me about. And her question was trying to fulfill a challenge for each cache size and her specific GC is five Foxtrot Whiskey Alpha Zulu. It's here in Michigan and I have qualified and I'm going to try to bring this one up now for how I do this because it is, it is a little wonky to try to find this. So when I go to just the geocaching.com website, I'm going to do a standard search and I'm going to do a filtered search from my home location. And I'm going to say, let's go 30 miles away or caches that I have not found pretty standard search. And I'm not going to do anything else because I just want to see what's going on. And I'm going to apply that filter, bring my stash up, and I've got 509 results at this point. And, and they are sorted by distance from home, as they normally do, and size is one of the columns that I'm going to click on size and sort. And the first ones come out none, and here's the ones that are other. Now, other is the vernacular of not chosen, mm -hmm. and then it starts micro. So for me, what I would do is highlight, I'd go over to the left-hand side, and I would click on all of those caches that I want the other from. And then I'd put them in a list. I'd eight to a list. And this is going to be my not chosen list. And say, go. Now, here's the rub with, with what we've done here. If I go now to my list view, there's my not chosen list at the top. And I click on it. Oh, they fixed it. This used to say none. When I ran this just a couple weeks ago, it said none here. Oh, Interesting. And now it says other. And that and I wrote into to to HQ about it and they they 
didn't really have a great answer for it. But now it looks like it comes back to being other. So that's how you can pull up. You can find those not chosen. And the particular um, challenge that I'm looking at says 100 of each type. So how if you've got 95 not chosen and you qualify for all the other ones, how do you get to 100 and just the not chosen? This is kind of the way you do it because you can't search on not chosen. It's not a, it's not a thing anymore. So that hopefully then answers Acorn Mama's question. All right. And we have uh, linked from her question the specific challenge that she's asking about. So you can check that out in the show notes. And then since you've been talking, uh, Marcellus made a comment. I've got a challenge rated as 99. So they do Ooh. exist. All right. Did he give us the GC number? No, for I, I Marcellus, asked. Marcellus, so If you've got that, share it with us. We'd like to see. We'll put that challenge up. Challenge accepted. <laughs> right? Hey, maybe you can get it someday. All right. So we have another user submitted question. Casey 11 asked, I noticed there's a what's hot feature on the Project GC website. I use the feature often to see which caches in my area are popular at any given time. My caches will often make it onto the map too, which is really fun to see, no doubt. However, I have no clue what criteria Project GC uses. Do you happen to know the qualifications that are necessary for a cache to make it on the what's hot map? I know it's somehow based on favorite points, but it seems as though there are some other stats that figure into it as well. So Tim, you did some good research for us to find the answer in two parts. Yeah, and this was, um, I did send a note into Project GC Help because um, I found it, I found the first part of it when I looked up with what's, um, what's hot. It says, some magic algorithms, they're trying to come up with caches with favorite points and caches that are popular right now. Most of the caches found are all from over a country, but a small part will focus around your home coordinates. The algorithm works best in countries where there actually are a lot of favorite points spent. Um, it seems that some favorite points are more rare in, in some countries than other. So, um, so that was the first part of that, about that. And I, I'm not a fan of magic. I mean, as much as I, I you know, Merlin, <laughs> Merlin. I get the magic, I get the magic, but you know, come on, there must be a better answer. And uh, so Hans, Hans sent me a message from PGC support and said, the basis of the algorithm is that it looks at the logs of geocaches and picks the top 100 per country. The top 100 is based on having the highest percentage of favorite points during the last 30 days. Now, there's 11 countries that have the most geocaching activity, and they get 200. So your top 200 is, is going. It's going that way. And, um, yeah, we're getting a whole bunch. So our, uh, our research department is finding... <laughs> Finding lots of challenges yes, that are at I'm, that 99 level. Who's got I'm, the 100? Right. I'm making notes of all these GC numbers you guys are sharing in the chat so that I can um, add them to the show notes and you guys can reference later. Marcellus's um, cache is GC8, excuse me, GCA 
35JE. So we'll make a whole list that you guys are sharing with us so everyone can have that um, and accept a challenge of finding these really hard challenges. I'm excited after the show to go uh, look and see what these challenges are. Yeah. So let me just while we're here, and Marcellus was the first one that I saw in. So his challenge, and I, is it his challenge? No, it's from Carrot Killer. So you made it to Texas. Congratulations. The qualifications for this challenge cash are to find a geocache in all eight states that border Texas. There's four U.S. states, Louisiana, Arkansas, Oklahoma, New Mexico, and four Mexican states. Mm. So you got to visit Mexico. But that's ah. So, again, it's based on how many countries and how many people and, uh, you know, how many, how many. So that, that seems like a really difficult, it's a four and a half, two challenge on its own but apparently not a lot of people qualify and that's what gives it that 99 right that would uh, going to mexico would be my hang up on qualifying for that yeah me too especially Never right been. along the border <laughs> um i've been to cozumel i have no problem doing that but uh um yeah i don't think well, so and then tim this comment merlin has a 98 this gc7x3m5 it's not hard, maybe just not found often. And maybe that number is misleading. That's interesting. Now, is she saying that I have one or she has one that I qualify for? <laughs> oh, it's the historic historic caches of Ogama County. So Ogama County, Michigan. Yeah, I think this is a 98. That's interesting. Doesn't show. Oh, I, have, I may not have logged it yet. I think this is one that I recently qualified for. Yes, I recently qualified for it, but I have not logged it yet. And uh, so that's why it doesn't show up on my stats. But All right, so this again is going to be one. This this you have to find five of seven of the oldest in the county. Mm. And yep, I think this is one that just not a lot of people have found. So that puts it higher on the, yeah, maybe on that, the scale. Right, right. And then one more thing, um, we one more question. We saw this question on Facebook posted by Gary Gary Knees, and it says, "I recently went on a road trip and road trip and logged lots of counties. I am wondering if there's a way in Project GC to tell me the counties I logged." And so, yes, there is a way. Um, and Tim is going to share the screen to show you how we find this specific tool. So you'll start again by up at the top, you'll use the uh, tools toolbar. And from there, you're going to go to the map counties tool. And then on that tool, you're going to select the county and the region that you were. And you're going to then add a filter. And this filter, you're going to make it specific to be a date filter. So you can then look at the specific time you were there and it should give you the specific results of the counties okay. you found. Well, let's see how this works then. I'll go for United States. I'll go for Michigan and I'll add a filter from to log date. Okay. So it starts out with the year. So I'll take 2023 I'll start May 1st, since that's kind of a magic number for us. 
And then I will say to 23, and I will say July, and I will say the second, and go. And I get a map that shows me green counties and red counties. And because I, sh I did for Michigan, um, it's only showing me for Michigan right now. And then as per typical, what I can do is scroll down again. And then I see the county list for Michigan. And I managed to find 90 in Misaki County. And that was, a, that was a, a trail for a day. I found 83 in Kent County. That's the county I live in. And then 65 in Ottawa County. So I get the numbers from each county that I was in. And there's that 30 for Ogama County. And when I was there, I did that historic challenge. All right. So, so and those are the counties you've cashed in since May 1st. Because you probably cashed all of Michigan. I, I have. I have actually cashed every county in Michigan, but only since May 1 have, have I cashed you... in these mm -hmm. particular counties. Yeah, so that's a good tool. Project GC just has so many variations where you can take your statistics. And sometimes it's just really a matter of of playing, of imagining, and also understanding the terminology used in on, in some cases. So, And it's um, trying to find them. I know we've done some shows on Project GC, and we could probably do a whole year's worth of show just on Project GC <laughs> right. and not get to the bottom one. So. Right. Yeah, so definitely look back at some of our old shows um, in our playlist because, yeah, uh, we have a lot of different Project GC um, topics covered over the years. All right. So thank you all for sending those in. We love to hear what's going on in your caching um, arena <laughs> and uh, trying what you're trying to do and figure out. And if you're trying to figure it out, more than likely it'll benefit someone else from us talking about it. So feel free to uh, send in any more questions. We'll add them to future shows at challengetalkpodcast at gmail.com. Super. And you think it's time to play our game? I think it's time to play our game. All right. Uh-oh. <laughs> so Tim's pulling I up. I always our... run through <laughs> That's all right. There it is. Tim's pulling up our Wheel of Challenges. One live viewer each month will be selected to face off against the wheel to have a chance to win the grand prize, which is a one-year membership on Project GC. And we do ask that you have a limit of three wins total. but to play, we are asking you to email challengetalkpodcast at gmail.com with the subject spin me, followed by your geocaching username in brackets, and answer this question. What is one of the challenge talk secret phrases for Cash Fest that you must say to me or Tim? And I am going to jump into our email and see who our first correct answer comes from. All right, and while we're there, uh, so Judy asks a question about the challenge checker for Cash Fest shows that I qualify for the challenge, which is the green check mark, but I haven't completed all of it. And that is true. Um, I did not ask you about that, but I do believe it's a requirement in order to go through all of the qualification pieces. So the fact that you qualify for one 
means that you qualify for one of those challenges and then it will go through all the rest of them. So the green check is not really what you're looking for. What you're looking for is just under that where it tells you how many points you have. And if you do complete a complete river, then you will get um, the extra bonus five points. They'll just kind of automatically show up. Do we have a winner? We do have a winner. Are you ready? You do. So I am. The first, um, <laughs> this is great. I'm chuckling. <laughs> no big deal. So what? my, <laughs> my uh, speech was a little bit slurred, but I will. I will take this. So Direwolf 821 was our first correct answer, a uh, person to answer. Um, he said, oh, crap. I thought you said Sydney instead of spin me. So that's what he put in the email. But I really didn't even notice that. So <laughs> we're going to take it, Direwolf. <laughs> and we are going to put you up against the wheel of challenges. That's great. I didn't even notice until you said that in the in the live chat. So Tim... That's didn't that didn't Dyer Wolf win on another show recently? He's like <laughs> taking everything home. I may, wonder if maybe. he found a key. If if Dyer Wolf found a key, we're all in trouble because he's probably going to win. <laughs> I don't right. I don't see that um, Dyer Wolf has ever won the Wheel of Challenges. So all right, so we have a non-traditional alphabet challenge for all him. right with a difficulty of four. So what is this okay. challenge? So this is a 4-1. There are six types which can be used. Mystery, multi, earth, cash, letterbox. All of your alphabet letters need to be of one type of a cash. So, and it's a non This one sounds kind of hard, but he may have this. So you can pick any one particular cash type. And then you need caches that begin with the letters A through Z. Gosh, is and, there a checker on that? <laughs> uh, you know, there was, there is. Um, here we go. Um, I had it up there. I had to. Wow, had to there is back. a checker on that. I yeah. mean, I know that's what we aim for, but when you talk through that, I was. Okay, now the, the hard part for me now is I got to spell direwolf right. Direwolf <laughs> eight two one. There you are, and we'll run the checker. Yeah, there's the difference. Direwolf didn't put the capitalization in. <gasps> oh, oh so no! Here, this tells us of is that traditional types has not found any groups of 26 or more cache names of the same type. So that Try looks like the the results giving are for traditional caches. Is that correct? No, um, this is for an unknown cache. Oh, unknown cache. So, so it, it, it's, it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's displaying an unknown cache. But what it's looking for is groups of 26 or more of different cache names for the same type of cache. Yeah. So at first glance, it looks like no X is on that list. So that means yeah, at least missing one. Oh, sorry, Dire Wolf. But happy you played and happy uh, Sydney didn't yeah. stop, <laughs> stop us from you playing this week. All right. Thank you. Yeah. So... Um, Keep on uh, participating, all you live viewers. We'd love to have you here. And this is just a fun way to include you in the show. So next up, 
we will go to our monthly challengers. Every month we give a congratulatory shout out to listeners who email us proof of qualifying and logging a challenge cash since the last show. Anyone who sends an email to challenge talk podcast at gmail.com with the GC code having a found it log and include a photo if you'd like to share for that month, will be entered for the prize giveaway for a challenge talk path tag. So here are a few of the interesting challenges we heard about from our listeners. And this first one I'm going to share is coming from Seabeck Tribe. This is GCA99QF Zombies Challenge Backyard Barbecue Attributes. And this is to complete a backyard barbecue with attributes. Find one yard, 30 picnic tables, 100 food attributes, 100 water attributes, one campfire, five livestock, one recommended for kids, and one dogs allowed. So that's a really fun attribute combination challenge. And then what was really neat was Lori sent this challenge into us during last month's show. She said, while listening to your podcast on June 4th, I got to be first to find on this challenge cache after getting another first to find on an earth cache on that same day. So that wow. was just really fun story behind the whole um, finding and qualifying for this challenge cache. So thanks, Lori, for sending that in. That's cool. And our next one comes in from Dune Buddy, and it is GCA8K6G, and it's a well-rounded geocaching challenge, the five S's. And so in this challenge, you have to acquire at least five souvenirs, Five caches for each of the five cache sizes. So you need, that's another 35 caches right there. You have to find five caches in at least five cache types. <laughs> and lab caches are included in this particular one. Some Sometimes labs are included and sometimes not. Mm -hmm. um, they We've included them for Memphis and he's included them here or the, the person has. And you have to find five caches for each of five different DT combinations. And this one has a rating of an 11 on it. So it looks like it's fairly easy to accomplish. So, but it, but it's kind of fun. I like these well-rounded well-rounded ones. Those are fun for me. They are fun. I like that you included that difficulty rating. We're going to have to uh, start start including that when we talk about caches <laughs> now that I we've so. covered that. Oh, very good. Our next one was submitted by PG1276, um, and this is GCA9EE9, -E 10 types, 10 states challenge. So you have to find 10 cache types in 10 different states. And uh, she said, this is a tough one. And it was out for a while before she got the first to find on June 20th. So congratulations on doing both a tough one and being first to find on that. Wow. And this one is a 93. So this, oh. is, a this is a tough challenge. And yeah, lots of notes. Peachy's the first one. Couple of notes on it. She's the only one that's found the it so far. Only so far. Well, good. Congrats. And it's interesting. A long tot was used to place this cache in a twenty-centimeter tree. Your mileage may vary. Sounds like it's up in the air. Doesn't require a tree climbing, but it's it's a winter-friendly one, so that could be up there. <laughs> 
the next one comes in from Team Tailwagger. And uh, this is one that I've, I've signed, but I don't know that I'll ever get it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm just not a big county person. But this is the Indiana Epic 92 County Challenge. GC 13054. This is a pre-moratorium challenge from 2007. Mm -hmm. And your goal here is to find at least one cache in all 92 Indiana counties. So I think I have found about 12. <laughs> and he said that he found his last six Indiana counties to qualify on his way to Geo Woodstock in May. And then he found this cache on June 9th um, on the way to Indianapolis to visit family. Very nice. That's so fun. Yeah. And then we want to share from QQ Nonrev, GC 48 K61 know your Florida cashers challenge. So this one was kind of interesting to wrap, wrap your mind around. It's an old one, a pre moratorium one. Um, it sounds really simple to say this first part, find three different types of caches hidden by 10 different cashers. Um, so I guess if you just keep it simple and, and follow that it, it is, but then the cash page has a lot of extra details to sort through to really make sure you're doing it right. Um, and even though it's called know your Florida cashers, um, you have to find, I think the cash page says six of the 10 different cashers have to be from Florida. Yeah. Six of the 10 you can use out of state, but you can't use the same casher for multiple states. So um, in his example, they use Skeletor 10. And are the, okay, these are just Florida cashers. They're not reviewers. Right, not reviewers. I was thinking they were reviewers. So, okay, so you have to find, find a friend and pull them up and look at, look at how their stats go. So that's, that's a very interesting one as well. How well do you know your friends? <laughs> So we do appreciate everyone that sent um, uh, challenges to us for the month. Keep keep those challenges coming. We also want to recognize uh, the GBs, Star Casher, Bloody Cool, Jay in LA, and uh, Fly Guys Gal for sending in submissions this month that we just we just didn't get to. Yeah. So remember, enter for enter to win next month. Send your email in before next month's show. And this month's winner is JNLA. So congratulations <gasps> for winning our challenge talk path tide for sending in your challenge. And they sent it in just before the show started. We'll take them clear up until that last minute. So whenever you can send them in, send them in. Yeah, and I got the I got the opportunity to meet Jay and LA in at Woodstock in Owensboro. And great couple. We had a lot of fun working on some adventure labs and we were talking about challenges all the time. Awesome. So, Great. Yeah. Great. Okay. Well, thanks everyone for uh, participating in tonight's show. And any last thoughts, Tim? Um, you know, just a few come to mind. We're looking, we're, we're, I'm, I'm really excited about hitting Cash Fest in Memphis this year. I head out on July the 8th and I'll be driving down kind of circuitously. Don't we do everything circuitously? Yes. Absolutely. I'm going through St. Louis <laughs> and Arkansas and, uh, and then I'll hit Memphis. I should be in Memphis uh, sometime on Tuesday. Uh, we do want to thank everybody for watching and listening. The show notes are going to be posted shortly after, um, after we're done. Uh, 
So we'll get those out. Our next show is Sunday, August the 6th. We're going to talk about Cash Fest. And uh, again, we want to hear your comments on how it went. What do you think of the pre-event challenges? What did you think of the event challenges? Remember, there's more challenges coming. There's a lot of challenges. I know. It's great. It's great. Check your swag packages for our other challenges to do that week. Um, remember our secret phrase challenge. And I am looking forward. Last year, I uh, hit up a challenge cache of Derek's to find it was to find a hundred caches in Shelby County, I believe. And so I only got about halfway there, a little more than half. So my goal and adventure labs don't count. So my goal, this, this, um, cash fest week is to get enough caches other than adventure labs to sign or claim the find on that log. Since I signed, excuse me, claim the find on that cache since I signed the log last year. There you go. Remember, always sign those challenge caches when you go buy them. You, uh, that's why I signed the Indiana you 92. Never I never know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, this month's quote comes from Cicely Tyson. Challenges make you discover things about yourself that you never really knew. Remember, right. it's not about the numbers. It's about the challenges. Challenge accepted. Good Thanks, night, everybody. Everyone. Good night. Bye, guys.